Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are back at the Queen's Table Podcast. I am your host, Marissa J. And today's episode is inspired by a comment on another podcast page on Facebook. So as you guys know, I collaborate with other podcasters all the time. Back in January, I was a guest on the Surreal Talk Podcast, a show about the occult conspiracies and the paranormal. It was a two-part episode about systematic racism against Black people in America. I like the show. <laughs> I, it was a good episode. I think we covered a lot of ground, but some folks, <coughs> folks <clears throat> got big mad at just the title and ended up losing, they ended up losing a lot of listeners, which I hate for them because I like those guys. Uh, there was a lot of positive feedback, mainly because I'm really active on their Facebook group and I've been on their show before. So a lot of their listeners came to my defense when all of the bigots started showing their true colors or their lack of colors. Uh, So I posted in the group for any and all questions to be asked about stereotypes judgment-free. I get that a lot of Black people did not like that I did that, but how are we supposed to let them know if we shut them down anytime they ask? So, okay, so people ask me all the time if my hair is real or not. What I want to say is, how in the hell is knowing if I grew or bought my bought my hair any of your damn business? Will it help you sleep better at night? Would you have burst into flames had you have minded your goddamn business? Why are you people always so damn nosy? That's what I would like to say. What I actually say is, if you wouldn't ask a white person that question, why do you think it's okay to ask me? I'm not rude about it. I simply ask a question that puts them on the same level of uncomfortability that that's not a word but it is now uh in which they've placed me and if they get mad well then I mean like that's a them problem to be honest so anyway back on topic so one person asked this uh what do you think about what do you think of interracial relationships and their effect in the black community I've heard a lot of thing, a lot of different things from black people I know or have heard who would think it's okay or even be encouraged. Others think that it's horrible and weakening things for black people. I have especially heard black women getting upset when a black man marries a white woman as if he's selling out or getting a trophy when he should really be looking at the beauty in his own race. What are your thoughts on this and why does there... Why does there seem to be such division on this issue? Well, the division part, I can answer that pretty quickly. Uh, There's division on this issue within the black community because not every black person is the same. (laughs) Just like not every white person is a Trump supporter. So there's always going to be division on just about every issue. But here's how I responded. Uh, When it comes to relationships, personally, I don't discriminate. I'm not attracted to any one particular race. I'm attracted to vibes. And if we're on the same frequency, that's all that I care about. To completely dismiss someone simply because of their melanin or lack thereof will only cause you to miss out on some truly great relationships. There are over 7 billion people on this planet. The chances of your soulmate, if you subscribe to that term, being the same ethnicity as yourself is pretty slim, especially with just about everyone being of different backgrounds. Some people really have found their match and even fewer 
just so happen to be of the same backgrounds, and that's fine. But to say I only date within my race is asinine. My father's side comes from Louisiana, and my mother's from Mississippi. Both sides have lots of other races other than African. So if I were to only date black guys, where's the line? Only black guys with Native American, English, and French blood? Only Africans? Should I ask for a family tree? It's silly. I understand why black women get upset when a black guy passes them up for a white woman. And I've even gotten some side eyes from black women when I'm out with my kids. But I've literally never encountered a black man being upset when they see my kids or me out with a white guy or a Latino or Native American or Middle Eastern person. I host my own podcast and maybe I'll do an episode about this. Thanks for the question. So we're going to break this down and dissect my response and go further into the topic of interracial dating. left and right and now she's created a limited time coupon code just for you guys listeners of the show i post her stuff all of the time on my instagram page so if you don't follow me yet go do that now at tqt podcast and follow her at i dream of jewelry plus to stay up to date on her website the website is i dream of jewelry and the coupon code is T-Q-T. Once again, this is a limited time only code, so don't miss out on 10% of all purchases over $50. You could be shopping right now. Go run that. have to be physically attracted to someone in order to jumpstart a connection. That's not the only thing that holds a relationship together, but it does help. So while I don't discriminate, I'm more physically attracted to black men. Send me a Nigerian and that man could rob me blonde and I'd still be like, well, I'm sure he's a good person deep down on the inside. (laughs) I'm just partial to darker toned men. You'll hear some guys say that They love all women, but redheads are what drive them crazy. So yeah, it's kind of like that. But you could give me the deepest Wesley Snipes looking piece of dark chocolatey goodness. But if he vibes differently from me, it's not going to last. Some of my best relationships that I've formed 
were with other people from different races. <clears throat> My childhood best friend is half white and half Korean. I wouldn't have made it without her love and support when I was going through some seriously fucked up tribulations, okay? But that wouldn't have happened if I was like, well, we could be cool, but you can't be bestie because your hair is different. When you limit yourself, you close doors that are meant for you to walk through. Now, if you want to go back and revisit my relationships episode, it was a while ago and maybe time for an update, I don't know. But you'll remember that I don't believe in a soulmate or a one true love. I believe that you can love several people differently at the same time. There's nothing wrong with that in my book. But if you're a person that does believe in a soulmate, then how could you think that, they're, that they would be in the same race as yourself? Take away the fact that I've got other blood in me. If I only dated melanin-enriched men, that's discounting hundreds of other races that could be, that could belong to, to my one true love or what have you. Now, I'm not trying to discredit anyone that simply has a preference. Not everyone has the same mindset that I have, and that's okay. Some black women feel as though they cannot connect with any race that cannot or has not experienced the same injustices as black people. Same with all ethnicities. In high school, I knew a very dark-skinned girl, and I always thought that she was the most beautiful girl in the entire school. But she was picked on a lot, and I remember her saying that she was only going to date white guys because if she ever got pregnant, she doesn't want her child to go through the same bullshit that she went through. And I know, and I <laughs> I thought that, that that was just the saddest thing that I had ever heard at that time. She was totally broken down, but not because of what white people did to her, but because of what we did and what we didn't do. No one ever told her how beautiful she really was. Today, she's married to a white guy. Now, I don't know how their relationship is. I won't speak much on it, but they seem happy. They seem like they're in love and they have a pretty beautiful family together. So as long as she's happy, I'm happy for her. But I say all of that to say this. Some of us have our preferences and no one should ever make you feel bad about that now as far as black women being the ones more um, upset by the sight of interracial couples i mean i kind of get it the first time i was dumped was by a white guy who ended up with a white girl before the end of the day now chances are it had nothing to do with my race it was more than likely my attitude my brightiness or my overall demeanor I wasn't always how I am now, and we'll just leave it at that. But after that happened, I went on this whole, I don't date white guys campaign. I date any and every other race, but no white guys. All because of this incident. It's silly, right? Absolutely. But some women don't grow out of that. And worse, they'll hear a white man will always go back to his own. He'll fuck you, but he won't bring you home to his mama. You're his bedroom trophy. I've heard all of that and then some. People can be pretty brutal when they've been hurt. Now, I won't lie and say that I haven't ever encountered a white guy <clears throat> who refused to bring me anywhere in public. And if they did, it'd be a couple of towns over where they wouldn't run into anyone that they'd know. There was even this one dude who wouldn't answer the phone when I called. It was always a text or he would call me when nobody else was around. And then there's the slickest one, the married men. 
dun, dun, dun. <laughs> These dudes will blame it all on how they don't want to get caught. And they're going to leave their wives and the time is right. Okay, so now, right now, PSA, this is a message to everybody listening. He won't. No matter what race you are, what race she is, what race he is, if he's married and he says that he cares about you, then he's not going to cheat on his wife with you. Not only is it not fair to her, it's unfair to you. If he really cared about you, he'd start a relationship with you after he left his wife. And don't be the reason why he leaves her. Because then y'all going to get together and the first fight that y'all have, he's going to immediately say or think, I knew I shouldn't have left her for you. You don't want that burden. If he's unhappy, he'll leave. But if he knows he's got both you and her and neither one of y'all going anywhere, just know he's going to keep it like that for as long as you let him. So you either got to be cool with it or leave. I don't know who needs to hear all of that, but there you go. Possibly myself. Anyway, so back on topic. So yes, as human beings, we act out when we're hurt. And we can never really predict how that pain will manifest, but sometimes it comes out as hateful. Very rarely have I seen a black guy become upset by an interracial couple. That doesn't mean it doesn't happen. But I will say this, more and more black women are starting to date outside of their race. Literally every boyfriend tag that I've watched on YouTube by my favorite hair gurus have been with white guys. In the end, I think we focus entirely way too much on race when it comes to relationships. Yes, you can be proud of who you are and everything that you're about without having to place yourself on the back burner for your significant other. Don't y'all watch How to Get Away with Murder? Okay, 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 okay. So listen. So Viola Davis's character, Annalise Keating, is a strong black woman who's married to a white dude. Now... She does talk down to him, and that's not okay. But she doesn't, like, make him wear dashikis and shit. Like, you can maintain your identity and date whoever you want. So, that's it for this episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. And be sure to stay tuned for the next episode where I'll discuss the fact that a rolling 60s crib did more for his community than any elected official. Yup, yup. Gang, gang, baby. Gang, gang. So. The Black-owned business that I'm that I'm promoting in today's episode will be The Black Dreamer and I Dream of Jewelry Plus. So The Black Dreamer is a t-shirt company started by my cousin Clarence Robinson out of Vicksburg, Mississippi. You can find him on Instagram at TheBlackDreamer2019. And check out his link to his site and grab you up some merch. Now, next is my very own sister, Charlotte Johnson, whose brand new online open or bleh, whose brand new online boutique opened up last weekend. She's got accessories and more to keep you staying cute all year long. So go ahead on over to her website, www.idreamofjewelryplus.com, and follow her on Instagram at idreamofjewelryplus. I'll be tagging both of them all week long, so be sure to stop by. Oh, also, also for your custom design needs, head on over to at Skittles.Customizing on Instagram and get what you need. Shirts, decals, mugs, she's she's doing it, so go ahead and go show my girl some love. If you want your Black-owned business promoted on this show, or if you have any other show ideas, or just want to say, hey, and I don't charge to promote. I know a lot of people have asked me about that. No, sis, I don't do that. If you're climbing, I'm going to give you a ladder. I'm not going to sell you one. But anyway, 
You can email me at tqtpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook, which I really don't man that page, but almost everything that I post on the gram is on my Facebook page, which is The Queen's Table Podcast. And of course, you can always find me on the gram at TQT Podcast. I don't fucks with Twitter. Maybe one day, but not today. <laughs> Be sure to subscribe to this podcast, share this podcast, and review this podcast on whatever platform you listen. So that's a wrap. We all came from Africa, y'all. So stay black. If this episode sounds a little weird or off, it's because I've taken all of everybody else's music, like (laughs) celebrities music, off of my episodes. So if I'm making references, that's what that means.